Okay, so um, today, like we said, we are looking at part four, sorry, part 10 of our, of our teaching on fight, fight. And this part 10 of, of, of fight, we'll be looking at what we've called um, the epic battle, the epic battle. You see, um, every one of us, you know, have to fight what is called, or what I have called the epic battle, the epic battle. We have to um, engage in this epic battle. We have to um, um, triumph, if you will, in this, in this epic in this epic battle. And it is in the epic battle that we um, actually become all that God has, has, has created us to be. It is in the epic battle that we, when we triumph over the epic battle, that's when we actually begin to walk in the blessings. Like, like we saw on Sunday that um, we to how to work in the blessings. You need to go through the four phases, and everything is summed up in the epic, in the epic battle. Jacob had to go through these phases. Jacob had to engage in the epic battle, and we'll take us reading a scripture reading again from that story in Genesis 32. In Genesis 32, um, the word of God says in Genesis 32 that during the night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two servant wives, and his 11 sons, and crossed the Jabbok River with them. After taking them to the other side, he sent over all his possessions. This left Jacob alone in the camp, and a man came and wrestled with him until the dawn began to break. When the man saw that he would not win the match, it's beautiful, he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of socket, out of its socket. Then the man said, Let me go, for the dawn is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. What is your name? The man asked. He replied, Jacob, your name will no longer be Jacob, the man told him. From now on, you will be called Israel because you have fought with God and with men and have won. So Jacob engaged in the epic battle. Jacob prevailed in the epic battle. And we, and we saw that, you see, to walk in God's blessings is to walk with a limp. Jacob 
came out of the epic battle victorious, however, with a limp. And we explained what the significance or the significances <laughs> you know, of the limp was. So every one of us will have to engage in that epic battle. The greatest battle you're going to fight, the greatest engagement you're going to have, is not going to be with your cousin or your brother or your sister. Your greatest struggle is going to be with God. It's going to be with God. And the beauty of this battle is that when you prevail in it, when you triumph in it, your supposed battle with the Esau's of this world becomes settled. Because by the time Jacob saw Esau the following day, Esau was coming with 400 soldiers, 400 or 600 soldiers to meet his brother. You know, what, what was that for? Was it to give, was it to shake his hands with 400 soldiers? <laughs> but by the time Jacob had finished with God and God was done with Jacob, it was a friendly reunion. So the battle with the Esau's are not consequential when you win the, bat, the epic battle. The, the battle with Esau's of this world become inconsequential when we win the epic battle. And you know, it is so important that we understand that this epic battle is not against flesh and blood. This epic battle is not against um, um, the people that like you or don't like you. This epic battle, I dare say, is not even against principalities and powers. It's not even against spiritual wickedness in the heavenly places. This epic battle is against the father of all spirits himself, the God of all flesh. You know, unbelievable. You know, the dimensions of warfare that many times has been emphasized is it is the one we have with, with the enemy. Or sometimes when people think their enemies are human beings that are possessed with demon spirits or whatever. You know, however, the epic battle is not with man, it's not with the devil, it's not with demons, it's not with principalities or powers or spiritual wickedness in every places. The epic battle is with Jehovah, it's with God himself, it's with God himself. And to, to fully understand it, you need to, um, we need to talk a little bit about the three dimensions of our battles as Christians. Uh, our battles as Christians are three-dimensional and they stem from the, the, the tripartite, the, the trinity nature of God. One God in three persons. So God in three persons, blessed trinity. One God in three persons. So uh, the nature of our warfare is tripartite and it, is, it stems from the trinity of God. So God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. God the Father, the enemy of God the Father is the world, is the world. So the, the, the battle there is on that level. Love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. For if a man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So we see the contrast there between the love of God and the love of the Father. When it comes to Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the Son, the direct um, adversary is 
It's Satan. For this purpose, the Son of Man was made manifest that he will destroy the works of Satan. So when, when we are talking about sit, um, um, Satan himself, satanic forces, demonic forces, it is at the name of Jesus, every knee bows. Not at the name of the Father. Not in the, by calling the fire of the Holy Spirit. But by the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee bows of things in the heavens, of things on the earth, of things beneath the earth. So Jesus and every tongue we confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So the Father takes the glory, but the Son brings the victory. Now, so if you are dealing with principalities, you are dealing with powers, it is the name of Jesus. Obviously, you can't really separate and pick and choose, but the emphasis, that is the emphasis. The spirits, on the other hand, says it's the flesh that is the main adversary of the spirit, of the Holy Spirit. Not the world, the flesh. Not Satan, the flesh. Because the flesh lost it against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And the two cannot work in agreement. That's what the word of God says. So every time you want to walk and prevail in the spirit, in the Holy Spirit, the flesh has to die. Every time you want to sustain your work with God, you have to, you cannot walk in the flesh and walk in the spirit at the same time. Beautiful. However, when we look at the epic battle, it's, it's like a, a, um, a union of the three. <laughs> it's like a union of the three. Jacob had to deal with his flesh, had to confront forces, had to separate from the world, which is a type of Laban, how to separate from the world, how to, how to move to his destiny, how to face principalities and powers, if you will, the Esau's, how to overcome his flesh that wants to sleep his flesh that makes him have the character flaw that he has. And yet Jacob overcame. Another person, before we bring in um, our guests and our, well, our contributors today, another person that we, we could see, I can show you several examples in scriptures of the epic battle, the battle that sums the whole thing together and, you know, and delivers it at your doorstep. And you have to prevail. So another person that fought and prevailed in the epic battle is none other but the master of the universe, the creator of the heavens and the earth, Jesus. So Jesus himself had to engage in the epic battle and had to prevail in the epic battle. So quickly, I'm going to read Matthew 26. It says, then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane, and he said, sit here while I go over there to pray. He took Peter and Zebedee's two sons, James and John, and he became anguished and distressed. Do you feel anguished and distressed? I mean, sometimes we think that, oh, we are the only one that ever feels this way. So, I mean, something must be wrong with us. Jesus felt anguish, 
anguished, Jesus felt distressed. Mm -hmm. The master, he did. He told them, my soul is crushed. And many times we feel our, our souls are crushed, crushed with grief and not just crushed at the, at the beginning of the point of being crushed to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. And he went a little further and bowed his face to the, to the ground, praying, Father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Beautiful. Yet, that is the, that is the, that is the battle there. Yet, I want your will to be done on my Then he returned to the disciples and found them asleep again and said to Peter, couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the flesh, the body is weak. Then Jesus left them a second time and prayed, my father, if this cup cannot be taken away unless I drink it, your will be done. When he returned to them again, he found them asleep, sleeping for they couldn't keep their eyes open. <laughs> yeah. So he went and prayed a third time saying the same things again. Then he came to the disciples and said, go ahead now and sleep, uh, have your rest. But look, the time has come and the son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, oh, let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. So Jesus had to engage the epic battle. And the, 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 the interesting thing about the epic battle is you, as beautiful as community is, we are better together. We are to do life together. And God, God, one will put to flight a thousand, two will put to flight ten thousand, and and all that is so powerful. But when it comes to the epic battle, you fight alone. Yeah, you fight alone. Jacob had two wives and two servant wives. He had eleven children, but they couldn't stand with him in that epic battle. All of them had to go. Go. He had to stay alone and deal with issues. Even Jesus had 12 disciples. They couldn't help him. He brought three, his, his main guys. He brought them. Jesus was so depressed that he brought his friends. Oh, Peter, James, John, you are my main guys. We are better together. Sometimes you bring your friends, but they don't get it. They don't get it. They can't even keep their eyes open. They slept off. And Jesus was left alone. Everyone that will prevail, we have to learn to fight us. Because if you like bring people, they will slip up for you. <laughs> they will slip up for you, you know? So a lot to say. But for our time, we will um we will pause here and kami adele a time where you you it appears like you're free have you ever had any of such to start 
Oh. Even from your mother's womb. And I've been through so much. And um, it's uncountable. But I'll just make one example. I like to pray. Um, I don't like to put my burden on people. However, there's some, and you look to your left, you look to your right, there's no one there. Like you said, they say sometimes your friend don't get it. Your friends right. don't get it. Your right. team members don't get it. They right. might think, oh, she's, she's, she's just been quiet. What's she going through? They will not understand that battle. Oh. So that battle needs to be dealt with by myself because I'm the problem. Oh. Even if I explain to them, they will not understand it. Right. They right. will probably use the flesh to judge the battle. Right. And as I said, flesh has to die for us to prevail in the spirit. True. And we're not, like you said, we're not battling against principalities and powers. Oh. We are battling against God. If God should win that battle, every other power will bow. Amen. That's I know. Amen. Every other power will bow. And oh, you know, I just want to give, in, in this time of pandemic, is a good time to, to say I had an epic battle. You know, things were shut down for me. No business, nothing whatsoever was coming in. You know, and, um, you know, I was a bit worried. You have to be worried because you have bills to pay. Nigerian landlords will not tell you because you're not making money in your shop that they will post the, the, oh. the timer. Oh. No, they will still send you a reminder for your service charge. You have to pay your staff. You can't deprive them of their own. They've worked for it. You have to pay them. So uh, my friend and I, you know, I sat with her and I spoke to her that so much is going on. I'm confused. My account balance is looking like a skeleton now. You know, I don't know what I need to do. As a Christian, I know it's a place of prayer, but sometimes you don't even know what to pray about. You don't even know what to see, you know. So I knew that was, a, this is a battle. And, you know, yesterday for some weird reason, Papi, I'm not lying, for some weird reason, you came to my mind because I remember when you gave us the word for the year as light. Yeah. And to be honest, there's no light oh. at the moment. Everywhere is gross darkness but you know what we have each person has a bulb mm. on top of them and i'm one of them i can testify that that light even if it was very dim it's coming on so i said mm. oh no what about god gave papi a word that this year is a year of light because god knew that this year will be very dark <laughs> very dark Apparently. but we that we are under his shadow mm. under the banner Amen. Under the ministration of his son, oh. we shall have light. Amen. So I went into prayer, you know. The first week I went into prayer, I, I chose Wednesday to pray every Wednesday. So I'll wake up maybe 12 or 12.30. 12 I'll pray till 3 in the morning. I was engaging the spirit with my friend. But although my friend, she said, she, sorry, baby, she cannot wake up in, in the night to pray. She's not that kind of person. I said, don't worry about it. I will pray for the both of us because we... We were next to each other in our store. So I said, don't worry about it. I'm happy to wake up and pray. So I was engaging the spirit every Wednesday, puppy. Every Wednesday, I was engaging the spirit. And the, the first Wednesday, I told God, I want God to give me a word that this prayer is going into a place of answers, not me just being a voice or a noise. I want to see the impact of this prayer. You know, the first Wednesday... Nothing happened. Then Thursday morning, just about maybe two again in the morning, I was sleeping. I was in deep sleep. And I started singing this song, you know, from my sleep. 
Eyo, eyo, eyo ninuluwa eyo, 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 eyo ninuluwa eyo. And that song means rejoice in the Lord, rejoice. Uh-huh. When God has given you a word, rejoice, uh-huh. rejoice. Uh-huh. So I hold on to that song. I was singing that song every single day. Even some words I didn't know, I was that particular, the chorus of the song, I was oh. singing every single day. And for some weird reason, oh. God came through. Another business popped up. Amen. You know, it shows, I, I didn't stop there, Papi. I've, I've not stopped praying. Amen. Don't stop I, praying. Don't no, stop. I don't. Me, I, 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 don't have a, I, I don't have a, I don't have a stop button when it comes to prayer. Don't stop praying. I'm just going to pause you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you. Um, okay, sir. So, so, Kami, you know, uh, have you had any of such epic moments, you know? For, for me specifically, I can't say my struggles as much as other people's because I don't even pay my own, my own, I don't pay my <laughs> But I've had my own cases of worry and struggle in my life. When I got... It's all, I mean, as I grew older, I had to start doing more things by myself, as every child should. And um, But moving so far away from home and from my family, there are some things that even some children might not need to do by themselves or know, need to know how to do by themselves. And over here, I mean, my parents are here to help me. So, so if documents are late, if, if it reflects badly, if things aren't done on time, if I don't communicate with, with specific people, so I've been worried sometimes because sometimes I wonder if me by my power, and it's enough to do all of this to stay by myself in a country, in a different country. And that's, I mean, that's when I realized that it's not by my power. If I have God in my corner and beside me and I have loving parents back home and um, friends and family that want to help me, then it's, there's nothing I can't do, especially, I mean, the Bible says so itself. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Kami. Um, Tunde. We can't hear you for some reason. Your mic is not, is, 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 is open, is on. Hello. Okay. Hello. Okay, we can hear you Can now. you hear me now? Yes, sir. Okay, you can. Yes, sir. Okay, I got rid of the speaker. Okay. Right. So epic battle. Um, yes, I mean, I've had my very share of epic battles. I mean, um, my, one of my strongest epic battles lasted for about 15 years. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was 15 years of um, not being able to determine a path to the future. So it was a really, really terrible period. But, you know, I guess... The most important thing, which you said earlier on, is knowing that that battle is with God and God has to bring you to a place where you actually have a limp. Oh. You oh. know, because that is the battle with God. Oh. That limp is showing that you're totally dependent on God. That oh. limp is having that humility to oh. know that God is your provider, God is your source. Oh. And God has to take you through that journey for you to realize that. To realize that you not you can't do it in your strength, you can only do it by his will. And it reminds me of Second Corinthians twelve nine, where um, Paul said that 
in that scripture, so if I can just quickly quote it, and he said, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, oh. and my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And this to me is, I mean, it was, it was so strange when you talked about this message about having that limb and the battle oh. uh, um, that he had with God, you know, and it reminded me of a message that I listened to. Uh, it was Ron Carpenter. Uh, he had this message about doors, and he said that the first breakthrough he had was doing something he didn't even want to do. He had an appointment he had to go and attend to, something that he least wanted to do in the very early days of his ministry. And he said, no, I'm not going to do this, but the Holy Spirit told him that you are Hello? Oh, okay. Um, hopefully, we'll get him back to share that um, thought. So, um, a question for me. Um, um, what would it be? I mean, I'm sure we, we have a couple of questions that you want us to talk about at this, uh, at this round table. So while we wait for Tune to, to get back, um, any of you can go first. Then we'll talk about it then. We'll take the next, the other person. Tell me. <laughs> um, last, last sermon, you talked of that. It's when we are immature that we are wrestling with our coworkers and colleagues. But oh. when we are mature, that's when we realize our greatest conflict is with God. Oh. So just as a general advice, what, what are some steps we can take to become more mature and realize where our real battle lies? Awesome. That is a brilliant question, actually. So um, many times as, as we do life, you know, um, if you've had... Um, if you've had to share things, starting with your siblings, you notice that there's some conflict there. Who's going to get to play the game? Who's going to have control of the you know, <laughs> part of the house or that part of the house? And as uh, put one of the one of the... um so those are those those struggles and, and tussles you know actually are not where the real victory or the real battle is because you know like that scripture said when Jacob was in the womb and which he felt when he was an infant, he struggled with his brother for everything, for position in the house, for this, for that, for that. But when he became a man, like we read in the story, we realized that, look, <laughs> this struggle is with God. You know, it became, it, it developed a lot of character flaws. It became um, a supplanter from the womb. He needed to con everybody. He needed to manipulate things and all that and all that. In the case of Joseph, his character flaw was he was the tatafo of the family. You know what tatafo is? He's always snitching on everybody. <laughs> you know, uh, he's always snitching on everybody. You know, and he had to go through his own phases. Mm. He had to go through his own epic battle. 
to the point that he had to face God. So um, for many times, when these things are taught, a lot of people are like, oh, wow, I didn't realize. And once you realize it, then you begin to realign your focus. So when your sister does something that irritates you, instead of you, okay, come in, sorry, I know you don't have a sister, I'm just saying it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or your, or your or your colleague, or you know, stuff. Just something to you know, you you are able to understand that I'm not fighting you. My battle is not with you. If I'm feeling angry, you have done something to make me feel mad. It's not license for me to be mad. If everybody is mad, the whole world will be a mad place. So. Someone says, oh, you upset me. That's why I broke the TV. Hmm. You know, you broke the TV because you have issues with God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you broke the TV because you have unresolved anger issues that you, you need to go mm-hmm. and meet to sort out. So, so uh, a wife discovered that her husband does something she doesn't like. He goes and she smashes his car. You know, she smashes his windscreen. You know, she she can't say that "Eh, it was because I did that because of what you did. No, it's not because of what you did that because you have fundamental issues with God. You know, when your issues with God are resolved, when you feel that way, you are able to go to God and resolve it rather than going to the car and smashing it. So is, is that clear, Kami? Oh, yeah, that's, that's perfectly clear. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, so Tune, I'm so sorry. We lost you there. Yeah. So, um, can yeah, you land? Sorry your, about that. Can you land your thoughts so we get into yeah. what? Okay. Yeah, so so maybe I would, I want to land with a question, actually. Okay. So the question is. Actually, the question is. What, okay, so what is victory? Because as, as long as man is alive, he's always going to have, have battles. As long as he has breath, he's going to have battles. His battle ends only when he's six feet under the ground. So the question then, the natural extension then is, what's the end of the battle? For me, I think the end of the battle is kingdom and finding purpose. That's what I think. I think the end of the battle is are we able to situate ourselves between the purpose for which God has created us? And are we able to achieve kingdom? I mean, what's kingdom to us? Is it individual? Is it collective? So, Pastor, maybe you can shed some light, light on that because I think I have a bit of insight, but I definitely don't have all the insight. So what's the end of the battle for man? with God. <laughs> well, um, honestly, you, I would say that you actually nailed it because <clears throat> I would say that you actually nailed it because um, I was I was watching a, a someone sent me a video and and the, the, the son asked the father when is the end of all this battle? Pandemic. And the father said, 
oh, when you die, that's where there'll be, there'll be no battles at all in life. Man, that's a lie. And the boy said, okay, that you die first. <laughs> <laughs> Smart boy. <laughs> you die first. So, so um, to your question, you actually answered it perfectly, which is the end of the battle is kingdom. So kingdom come and kingdom present. So, mm. so while we're on earth, the end of the battle for us is when we get, when we exhibit that kingdom come on earth, heaven on earth, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So, mm. so that is the kingdom of God. So we, when, you, when you are in a place, regardless of what is happening around you, you are filled with God's righteousness, you are mm. filled with God's peace, and you are filled with God's joy in the Holy Spirit. Boom. It doesn't matter. That is, that is the victory for you. So it doesn't matter what the Esau's do for it to you. It doesn't matter what your husband does, what your wife does, what your colleague does, what your brother does. When you are able to achieve kingdom, righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Spirit. That is that place of victory. And when we eventually leave this earth, then we actually get that kingdom come in fullness. You know, we are in God's presence physically, and that is the end of all, all battles. So, Tunde, good? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. I think it's... Okay, so, Bim Salah, you Yeah. Thank you, Papi. Wow. I like what... Um, Uncle today said about um, victory, that when do we know that we are victorious? Okay, I was just going to ask, you know, sometimes some battles, I, uh, we inherit them from our parents or from family. You know, you, you said something about, um, I wrote it down somewhere that, sorry about that, Papi, I wrote it down because I wanted to ask about that. It says, the beauty is when you prevail, the supposed Esau of this world will be settled. Okay, what if the Esau of our lives, our own battle, is settled, but we have inherited other Esau's <laughs> from maybe from father and yeah. mother? How do we go about that? Okay, so they become inconsequential. Yes, they will actually become inconsequential. Wow, so, yes, they will actually become inconsequential. So when you, when you achieve victory. What happened to Jacob was kingdom coming, you know, mm. when he could walk even though with a limp, you know, you know, because he achieved that place. It didn't matter what Esau did the next day, though, you mm. know, it's all, if Esau actually decided to attack, God will fight for Jacob. Do you understand? Mm. Mm. God, God will crush Esau for, for Jacob. It doesn't matter what Esau did. Jacob was secure in God's this hmm. in God's kingdom. So Esau's position or response is inconsequential. Is actually Esau's good that Esau becomes Jacob's friend mm. because of Jacob's positional advantage. 
So, so that's it. Wow. Also, Thank you, sir. You're, you're welcome. So, um, we we will take questions from um, from social media if there are any. Um, I, I I will have you guys go around again if you if you have another question. Okay. If you have another question, um, so who wants to go? Let's start with Kami again. Okay. Um, my next question was, you also taught us that. Sorry, pause, Kami. Tunde, are you there? Oh, okay. Because I see. Okay, go ahead, Kami. Sorry. You said um, when we walk on it, it shows that we have passed the four stages and that we are we have wrestled with God and we have given Him control. So. What are some modern day? Because my understanding is that not every, the limp will not be physical. Mm. So my question is, what are some what, in modern times and not in physical terms? What are some limps that we have that we can know that maybe our battle, our battle with God, is, is over? Hmm. That's a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> there are several examples. Several examples. So you wrestle with God. You get a limp. And that limp is you cannot hit and you cannot beat any or fight anybody physically again. Wow. Then, then you get to a classroom situation and a girl slaps you. You cannot ask her. That limb is you can't slap you can't slap back. You can't you can't you I don't touch you that are you a fool? You are, you, are, you, are, you are messing up. You are not showing that you're a man. You are not, and you remember God. Hmm. And you're like, so you walk away from that situation on a limp. Hmm. With your hmm. friend saying, I didn't know coming was such a weak thing. You can't even respond because you remember hmm. God. So for them, you're a fool. But with God, you have become stronger. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's just it's a yeah. tiny example. <laughs> and that's a very good one. <laughs> and uh, and we and, and, and it can be a whole lot more. Uh, fantastic. Thank you, Kami. Um Salah. Okay. Um I want to take a Bible verse from our teaching, which is um, Genesis 32, where it says in verse 26, it says, and he said, let me go for the day breaks. Uh -huh. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Uh -huh. Okay. When do we know that our day is about to break in battle? When do we know? Because sometimes... Me personally, sometimes I give up halfway because I can't see ahead of me. Uh -huh. I can't see that the finish line is maybe like one step. Uh -huh. Because I've been, I've been in this place 
called prayer, fasting, and I'm getting tired. Like mm-hmm. Jacob, Jacob was, I'm sure he was actually getting tired there mm-hmm. in that place. But he refused. Of course. He, ref- he refused. He said panting. He yes. Said- <laughs> <laughs> Go so, on. When do we know that our day is about to break? What, you know, what is that thing that we know? What do we feel that, okay, mm. I'm at that breaking point and I break through now. How do we know? Mm. Oh, righteousness, peace, and joy. Um, that's a very good question also. Very, very good question. Yeah. You guys are amazing. Okay. <laughs> so, um, if you read that story, it wasn't Jacob that announced the break of the day. It was God. Mm. <laughs> it was God. So it was God that said, let me go. Let me go to the outbreak. Jacob, for you to have victory, you, are, you won't be concerned about whether the day was the break or not the break. Mm. Mm. To have victory, you are like, if we are going to stay here till tomorrow, let's let's do it. Mm. I'm not going to give up. Mm. It is God that said, "Oh boy, this day is about to break. Let me go." So yes, for every one that wrestles with God, your day will break in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. However, Amen. however. Our own is to stay in it faithful, faithfully wrestling, and it is his job to announce the break of the day. Mm-hmm. It's his job to announce the break of the day. You know? And when he does, we, we smile. <laughs> because Amen. <of> that day. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Thank you, Grimsala. Uh, Tunde, before we take the questions that are coming from online. Um, right. I think what I, it's just an observation because you talked about the Trinity, that the battle is a Trinity between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And at the same time, the patriarchs are also three, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Um, so I think there's a significance in that correlation so it's, it's just an observation. I don't know if there are any other instances of this trinity that you can address or point to that you know, defines what this epic battle is between man and God. Because, it's three, because three and seven are always very key numbers. Seven, yeah, creation, trinity, so. Absolutely. You know, I would say that. In these things. I would say that that's also a very good question. It is a level question that you have asked. <laughs> <laughs> it is a level question. However, um, um, the Bible is, is replete with, with such instances. I won't say that. I just like to focus on the God, the God Trinity. You know, and I can give you a free example, even without using any thesaurus, which is or Bible concordance, which is when Jesus was facing this epic battle, he took Peter, James, and John. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 
That's a know? good example. Yes. I, I, I give you several, you know, with time permitted. But the point is, while, while there are always, those things are always there to show us that it's not a coincidence, you know. Mm. Our focus remains on the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So, um, thank you very much. <laughs> we, thank I'll, you, I'll pick some questions um, on, online. Um, um, my online pastor says there are no questions yet, but um, from online, from the online church, from the other, oh, church is online, from the, from <laughs> okay, so that's it, guys. Um, um, I will, that's until you do engineering or law, then, sorry about that. <laughs> I'm trying to mute my thing. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Um, so, that's that's fantastic. So let's have a final final thoughts or questions. So I'm gonna go around. Final thoughts of questions before we draw the cutting. This has been this has been beautiful. I mean, I you know, I mean, you know, I you know, I've always loved everyone I bring up to this show. Everyone has been fantastic. You guys have been. You knocked it out of the park today, you know. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, Pastor. Let me come in and understand what I just said. It's only coming down. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think so. Yes, it's a US business. Uh, yes. You know. <laughs> okay, so final thoughts, guys. Final thoughts. Um, let me start with um Tunde, final thoughts. Yes, uh, um, final thoughts for me is, yes, the word for this year was a year of light. And it's amazing when you mentioned it because I still thought about it today. And I just want to believe that God is going to be faithful and that for all of us collectively and individually, it's still going to be a year of light. Amen. Amen all the problems with COVID. Um, for me, epic battle, as we said, is, is, is a continuum in God, but we're trusting in God and we know that he's faithful and he knows everything from the end to the beginning. And I can only continue to trust and believe that he's always going to be there for us. And I'm still standing on that word that this year is going to be a year of light. For Amen. Amen. For the entire state. Amen. Well, thank Amen. So. Amen. Thanks, Sunni. Um, you, you realize that the scripture we used was Isaiah 60. From right. verse 1. Arise and shine. For your light has come. You know, come. go on, it says, darkness, gross darkness shall be. Covered. You cover the earth, you mm. know, mm. but God's light will be upon His people. Amen. You know, Amen. So, Amen. So God's light is going to be upon Amen. us. Absolutely. So, 
Amen. Amen. Yes. Yes, we can see the darkness Amen. around. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. It's actually proof that the word is legit. You know, right. Thank you, sir. Maybe so final thoughts of questions. Okay. First of all, I want to say thank you for you know giving us this platform to come on. I wasn't expecting it, but I thank you so much. <laughs> it, um, I want to <laughs> when something it means is huge, oh. you know. Thank God for this teaching of facts. I've been following. Thank God for online teaching. Online church actually is fantastic. You know, when it's working, we, you know, but online church, we don't miss anything anymore, you know, in a conference, watch and listen to God's word. Last week, you said it on Sunday that, before, you know, that we ourselves are the problem. Forget the battles going on around us, we ourselves. God needs to break us before he can supply us. Mm -hmm. So, what I can sum up with this, all this epic battle is we need to let God break us mm. and remold us yeah. into what we should be. And the best side to be at any point in your life is God's side. Amen. We are victorious. Amen. Thank you. Okay. Come in. Final thoughts. Once again, I want to say thank you. Um, as Auntie Baby saw already said, I want to emphasize thank you again because we gave us the opportunity to be here and ask you these um, important these questions. Um, so my last question is um God does not want to destroy our dreams, but he wants us to fulfill our destinies. Mm. What's, this, what's some advice can give us to be able to discern our dreams from our destinies? Because we think mm. but how is it what's the way to know that it's not just a thing we want to do, but a thing God wants us to do. Can you say that quote again? Because you were freezing. Even I know the quotes, but I want people to hear it again. Okay. The quote was, God does not want to destroy our dreams. Mm -hmm. He wants us to fulfill our destinies. Mm -hmm. So what are some ways we can discern our dreams from our destinies? Okay. Okay. So, well, it's, it's a journey, you know. It's a journey because sometimes your destiny is is not about destination. Your destiny mm. is a total submission of the journey of, mm. of your life. So many times, okay, when, let's say you are going to, you are, in, you are going to VI, you are lucky you are going to VI. VI is your destination. Victoria mm. is the destination. Mm. But your destiny is a submission of when you left lucky and you got mm. to Chevron, then from Chevron, there was traffic at Jack on Day, then from Jack on Day, you took mm. uh, the, the mm. Abogie. <laughs> you came back on the highway, then you met some uh, last mm. mile, and traffic light was so working. Then mm. by the time you now get to Victoria Island, that is your destination. Mm. But a lot of people confuse that to be, that's my destiny. Mm. <laughs> no, mm. it's the journey 
of course, that destination is important. It's a huge part of your destiny. However, your destiny is a summation. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it is a journey. Now, your dreams, we, we know impacts. We understand impacts. Sometimes God will give you a dream that will last you to Agogi. Hmm. Hmm. Many times when people see that dream, they think, oh, that's the dream of my life. Oh, okay. Mm. No, that is just a googie. You it's know, a short time. Mm. Uh, that, you know, you haven't even gotten to. So when you are, by the time you are in a googie, God, God will have to give you another dream. Hmm. Then another dream. Mm. Then another dream. Mm. If you look at, you know, yes, sometimes in very few occasions, you know, God will show you VI. And when God shows you VI, that's the dream. That's a big picture, right? You still need the dream to get to Agugi. Otherwise, you don't be parambulating in Lekki. You don't know where to get to get to VI. <laughs> so, so there will still be some other dreams that will make that journey possible and meaningful. So mm. God brings everything together in, in our destiny. Okay, people. So that's it for Tribe today. We'll pray over us and pronounce the blessings like we, we said that um, God would have us do at the beginning of, of the year. So the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord Make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. You, your generations, your families, your children, your children's children, in the mighty name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Okay, guys, thank you for joining. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this. I want to encourage you to share this resource with your family and friends. God bless you. Take